Beshem Hashem Naaseb Natsliach. Thank you for joining us, everybody. It's good to be back in business tonight. I wanted to talk about mixed dancing. Uh, while I was growing up, it was always a big issue: mixed dancing, men and women dancing in weddings, bar mitzvah, so on and so forth. And it's a shame that some people think it's not a real halacha; it's just extra credit. Um, tonight's shear is based on Rav Ovadia Yosef's book, Chazon Ovadia, the um, portion that talks about the five, the four fasts. Tishah B'Av. On page 150, Rav Ovadia deals with this idea that is it okay for men and women to get up and as we see, almost unfortunately, most traditional Jews, probably 99 point or I would say many, many weddings that we go to that the people are not very observant, don't have a yeshiva background, we see that men and women get up and they dance. And uh, for sure, if they're traditional. So he says unequivocally, that it's absolutely forbidden. I want to read it for, uh, I want to read it verbatim. Here he happens to be talking about making weddings during the three weeks between Tisha, Noi, right? Tammuz and Tisha B'Av were, that actually, thank God, the Persian Jews are very careful about that. It's unheard of that you see any Persian Jew make a wedding during the three weeks. But he says, he says, He says, It could be, according to Sephardim, you would, you would be able to get married, you should only get married up in the, into the nine days. Mm-hmm. But from the seven, 17th till the end of Tammuz, it could be it's okay. If you haven't had kids. But he says, what I'm talking about is what type of wedding? Is a wedding that it's holiness. There's a mechitza. Men and women dance separately. But if girls and boys are dancing together like a discotheque, or like anytime you don't have a mechitza, he says, Asurim behechret kolashana. Any time of the year, it's absolutely forbidden. Now why? He brings a fascinating thing. And <laughs> I have a lot of friends here. I don't... I don't want to make halacha chas v'shalom sound like Sharia law, but it could be they got this from us. Look at that very interesting Rambam. The Rambam, you should look up this Rambam in chapter 6 in the laws of Yom Tov. And the Shulchan Aruch also brings it in Siman Tav Kuf Chavtet. In chapter 529 of Or the first segment of the Jewish law is a fascinating thing. We know Jews, Baruch Hashem, it's like that in Israel, but the three festivals, Sukkot, Passover, which is coming up in two weeks, and Shavuot, it's like a national holiday for the Jews, right? Especially in the time of the temple. Everybody is what? Vacationing, not working, right? 
So look what the halacha says. This is based on a Gemara. It says, Chayavin bedin bechol makom lahamid shotrim bimeharegel. During the uh, days of the holidays, which is a national vacation, and nobody, Hamibikaran, right? Nobody's going to work. They have to put Saniut police. They have to put police. Nah, this is not Sharia law. This is halacha. Lahabdil It's the right. Our thing is holy. Their thing is darkness. But look what it's saying. They have to put every Jewish court in every city has to put um, special officers to make sure that in the gardens and in the uh, public places, men and women don't mix together. Because if they mix together, then they're going to come. One leads to another. And, you know, it, uh, we, we, we want every, all babies to come out kosher with a proper wedding before. Right? So, um, I just want to bring out an idea that this is not even talking about what the Shulchan Aruch is saying here based on a Gemara and the Rambam is not even talking about them dancing to each, with each other, which dance, dancing you should know. Dancing also, I want to little bring it back on about, it's, it's a, a lot of times has a sexual thing to it. You know that. Like the tango and, but this is, there has to be when all the Jews don't have work, so when you don't have work, you're, if you don't use your time positively, it's going to come for people to do destructive things. So it says, every Jewish court in every city has to put special officers to say, hey, boys and girls, you can't um, co-mingle. You can't just schmooze with each other. Um, and, you know, God forbid they become boyfriend and girlfriend, and then it leads to other things. So, I just want to bring out there's a point is that we're going to start learning Pirkei Avot. You know, there's between Pesach and Shavuot, there's six Shabbats. We have to every week learn ethics of our fathers. As ethics of our fathers, right in the beginning says, don't talk too much to a woman because whoever talks too much to a woman will become a gossiper. No, it says, when he brings harm upon himself. And in the end, God, Chas Shalom is going to go to Gehinom. He's going to go to Jahannam, to a bad place. So, the first person that actually, this is a fascinating thing, I did not know this, and I researched into this, the first person that actually wrote a responda about this issue of mixed dancing was none other than a, one of the chief German rabbis. His name was Rabbi Josef Steinhardt, he lived from the year 1720 to the year 1776, and he wrote Shalutu Teshuvot Zichron Yosef. Zichron Yosef was an interesting situation. This was the first time in Jewish history that we see the Jews were copying, copying the non-Jews, and they started throwing parties where men and women used to dance with each other. So it's a fascinating thing. He writes in his book that my body's shaking, I'm terrified to see such an episode, such an epidemic, such a pirza, 
that they're destroying Jewish tradition. That what? That people that are low lives, peritzim, they start men and women dancing with each other. It's like, whoa, and you know, we, we're just so immune to it and we're so used to it. But you see him writing this Teshuvah in the 1700s. He says, how could it be such a thing? It's a terrible thing. It says it's a Chilul Hashem Befaresia. And the Torah, these people are religious, observant Jews, but now they're, men and women are dancing with each other. It says the Torah mourns for such people. If you touch a woman, you know, this is the problem also, why we have to be Shomer Negiya. Because all the virgin women, none of them went to the mikveh, they're all what? Nida. The Torah says, you shouldn't even come close to a woman that's what? A Nida. And he says, when they, um, obviously, that, 99.9% of Jewish women, they only go mikveh, what? Right before they're going to get married, right? And he says, They go and hug each other and touch each other and kiss each other. It says in the Torah, don't even come close to a woman that's a nida. And if it's a married woman, he's not even talking about that. Nobody would fathom that a married woman would go dance with another married man. I want to tell you a story from Rabbi Adaret, I believe, that happened in Great Neck. How, how much of a serious thing it does. And he says, it says, he says actually in the Shulchan Aruch in chapter 20 says you shouldn't even have come near women and touch them and hug them and kiss them. It, this is not the way of the Torah. This is not the way of modesty. And he says there's absolutely no difference between married women or non-married women. Married women is even worse because she's an ish in, in a certain way. And it says, It's a clear Gemara that from your hand to a hand, you you won't get um, freed from the um, punishment of hell. And he says, he actually, when they started throwing mixed parties, he was the he was the, one of the chief rabbis of Germany. So he stopped it. He went inside and said, "You can't do this. I'm your chief rabbi. You can't." So they went and they did malshinut on him. They went and they told the duke the governor, the mayor of that area, that this rabbi is messing up our life. He's a, he's a sore loser. He's a, he's a, they went and they complained to the authorities about Rabbi Steinhardt. So it says, look what he says. He says, he says, I, I literally, with all my power, I did everything to, I think the Satma Rebbe also did this in Hungary. Anytime there was a mixed wedding, he would just like go in and mess up the whole wedding. Wedding because he didn't want, you know, he was the chief rabbi of Satmer in that place. So it says it's very interesting. So he says he was so adamant that they shouldn't throw mixed parties. Rabbi Steinhardt in the 1700s, they went and complained to who? The Duke that was that part of that part of Germany. So he called him in. He called in Rabbi Steinhardt. He said, "Why are you messing? Why are you messing up people's lives?" So he writes over here. He says, first of all, he invited me. He really respected me with a tremendous amount of respect. He just wanted to understand my position. So he says, he says that this thing, the reason why I'm so adamant that the Jews shouldn't throw parties, that there's mixed dancing, because it's totally against what? The religion of Judaism. And he said, look in Jeremiah. These people knew Bible, right? So he said, if you look in Jeremiah... Perak 31, 
It says clearly there, Az tismach betula b'machol. It says a woman's gonna play the machol, like the guitar, whatever. The, and it says, Ubachurim ezekrim yachtav. Then, who's gonna be happy? The old people and the young, young lads. Doesn't say that they're dancing together, right? The girls on the other side, they're playing their music and then, who's happy on the other side? The, the uh, elders and the young men. The, and also in Zechariah chapter 12, it says, Vesafta mishpachot, mishpachot lavad. Clearly there, it's saying that the men and women are always segregated. I just want to tell you something fascinating. My Rosh Hashiva Rav Weinberg told me that if you look in the old, old, old schools in Brooklyn that are from 200 years ago, even 100 years ago, it's etched in the stone. The girls had their own entrance to come in to school and the boys had their own interest. This is a public school. So he said, he says after he sat down and showed him from the Bible, right? What they call the Old Testament. But we know that there's only one Testament. The other one is uh, Nada. He actually praised the rabbi. He said, you're such a scholar. Thank you for proving it to me. I'm not going to give you trouble. He blessed him. He said, you're doing a good thing. If that's your religion, you need to stand up for your religion. He also said that civil law for the Jews is that they should not have mixed dance. He actually, the rabbi was so convincing to this duke that Rabbi Steinhardt, the Zichron Yosef, that wrote Shalot Teshuvot Zichron Yosef, that the, the duke, the governor of that area of Germany, he said, I also say, I agree with the rabbi. Jews have no permission to throw mixed dancing, weddings, and parties. So he says, all of the proofs that uh, Rabbi Steinhardt brings is based on the Sefer Hasidim. You know, Rabbi Yehuda Hasid, one of the great Mishonim, he says, Bachurim ve'gam betulot. Like if you look in Tehillim, look in Tehillim 148. It says, the young boys and the young girls, Zekenimim narim, the old men and the young men will praise God. Doesn't say it doesn't say Bachurim Vegam Betulot. Im Betulot doesn't say that the 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 girls and the boys will sing and praise to God together like in a choir and a thing. So you see always in Judaism, if you look in the Bible, if you look in the old in the even in the Chumash, Chacham Netaneli of blessed memory would always say, right when the Jews come out of, what was the most famous song the Jews sang? Az Yashir. Moses first sings it, then after Moses finished, Miriam sings what? Separately in a whole separate thing for the women. And it's, it's so fascinating. I hope everybody that watches this shir gets convinced that it's wrong because even this Duke, <laughs> which was a, was a Christian, he actually God convinced that, that mixed dancing was wrong. Because you see in Tehillim, always when it's talking about happiness, women are doing it by themselves and men are doing it. It says the elders and young do it together. But it doesn't say that the girls and the boys uh, do it together in Tehillim 148. So it says, if you look, all of the later post-scheme, Rabbi Yonasan Ibishitz writes about this, in the Yarod Devash, Rav Chaim Filaji, the chief rabbi of Turkey, that wrote over 70 books. He was one of the greatest Sephardic rabbis 
that lived in the last few hundred years. He also says it's absolutely positively forbidden. If you look, the Rabbi Cheskel Madani, we have one of the greatest Sephardic rabbis that lived um, more than a hundred years ago. He wrote an encyclopedia. He had an encyclopedic knowledge. He writes in the Stechemed that it's forbidden. And I think the best thing is the most popular halakhic book right now that we have in the world of the Torah is the Mishnah Berurah. None other than the Chavetz Chaim deals with the, with this problem of mixed dancing. And if you look in Hilchot Shabbat, you know on Shabbat we're not allowed to dance. You know that. Or clap. So, yeah, you have to clap in an abnormal way or, or dance up. What, what, what the, what the Shulchan Aruch says is, is that actually in chapter 139 in Hilchot Shabbat in Shulchan Aruch, it deals with the idea that on Shabbat we don't make weddings, right? We don't make beddin, we don't have court. Shabbat is a day of rest, right? So the Jewish court is not in session, we don't dance, we, it's a day of rest. So, over there the Ramah says, you know, why, why are we allowed to dance on Shabbat? Because we're afraid that once you start dancing, they're going to say, we need some music. They're going to bring the violin. And then the violin is going to break. Then somebody's going to come to fix it. And on Shabbat, it's, according to Torah law, it's forbidden to, right? If you, something's broken and you make it fixed, it's called what? Makebe patish. So the very interesting is the Ramah, the Ashkenazim, he says, he says, some people say it's not a problem to dance on Shabbat or to clap. You know why? This is not the Sephardic halacha, but this is the custom of some Ashkenazim. He says, because nobody knows how to fix <laughs> music utensils anymore. So if, what you're saying, you're gonna, if you dance, you're gonna bring a music, and then the music is gonna break. So of course we're not allowed to play piano. We're not Christian. We don't play piano or violin. But he says it's such a far off thing that some people have a custom that any type of clapping or dancing on Shabbat is okay. So the Mishnah Bura, when he wants to comment on this, he brings down Rabbi Steinhardt's book, the Zichron Yosef, and he writes, he says that, some people ask me a question. He says, why doesn't the Rambam write that mixed dancing is forbidden? Why doesn't the Ramah write? You know, the Shulchan Aruch has the, the Sephardic side, Rabbi Yosef Karo wrote, the Ashkenazic side, who wrote? Rabbi Moshe Israelis. He's like the chief, he's like the Maran of the Ashkenazim. And he, the Benish writes that he was such a great Talmud Chacham, even the Sephardim should concur with him. If uh, the Rav Yosef Akara doesn't... You know, the Mishra says something is so important from a historical fact to know. He says the reason why the first person we see historically start to tell you black and white, black mixed dancing is forbidden, and nobody before the 1700s talks about it, because nobody would fathom such a thing. He says girls and boys wouldn't even used to what? It's like Hasidic. It was like a total Hasidic culture that you see now. Boys and girls, nobody in their wildest dreams would imagine that a boy would just come with a girl that she's not married to and just come and start dancing with her. So he says, the only reason that it starts to come out, that black and white, they tell you that mixed dancing is a problem from the Rabbi Steinhardt in the 1700s is because culturally... It was an impossibility. Nobody would even fathom doing such a thing. Only recently, from the 1700s, the world started going through emancipation and the revolutionary and the French Revolution. The world became much more secular. That's why the first person that we see, but he says, 
This is like a simple thing. Like Ravavadia brought. You said the Rambam says you have to put police that they shouldn't even, you know, during the festivals interact with each other. So I just wanted to bring out another thing, and that is that obviously the, the most beautiful thing is we hope that everybody gets married with their soulmate. The Ben Ishchai says that, you know, if women want to dance, it's no problem. But look at the Ben Ishchai. The Ben Ishchai, every single great Sephardic and Ashkenazic rabbi since the 1700s that mixed dancing became a cultural thing says it's forbidden. The Ben Ishchai in Parshat Shoftim, Halacha 18, says the same thing. He says men and women are not allowed to dance with each other. So it's, I just, when I was growing up in the more modern Orthodox culture that I was, people think that like mixed dancing is extra credit. No, that's not the fact. Every single halachic book, from the Mishnah Berura to the Ben Ishchai to Rav Ovadia to the Stechemet to the, it's, it's the same thing. And the Torah is not a salad bar. We can't say, oh, I'm Shomer Shabbat, I'm it for Shabbat. But then uh, one day, you know, since, since I want to have some fun and do some tango mango and some discotheque, I, uh, uh, I'm gonna decide to do mixed dancing. The Benishchai says the best solution is if women want to dance, they put a mechitzan, men dance, like it, Baruch Hashem. I just want to say something. Historically, even in America, mixed dancing, they say, I heard, that Rav Moshe Feinstein, this is back when there was very few Orthodox people in America, maybe 34 years ago, they wouldn't mix dance, but they would just put a table the women would dance like in one corner of the hall and the men would dance in another corner of the hall, right? They wouldn't look at each other, but there was an official mechitzah. So Baruch Hashem, in the, in the observant community that they're really serious about halacha, not just that they think the Torah is a salad bar and what's easy you keep, what's hard, you know? But Baruch Hashem, it has become accepted, all the kosher caterers,